We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We're going to have nothing but propaganda in many of our schools. I've seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies. Remember, the Bible speaks extensively about a coming lawlessness. For the most part, it was far-left agitators pushing the violence. You know, our founders told us there's only one way to keep a free republic. You have to have a well-educated and moral citizenry. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our daily commentaries right here, Monday through Friday, on the Word Columbus at 10.20 a.m. Eastern Time. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website, admissionamerica.com. Is there any chance that America can overcome the horrendous gender agenda that advocates mutilating treatment for our children? Are we stuck with this and all the damage it is doing in the lives of precious young people, or can we turn this around. I'm going to talk today with someone who recently testified in favor of legislation to ban this so-called transition treatment to change gender, so quote unquote, of minor children. And my guest today is Ellie Clip, who's coming back on our program again. She is author of several excellent books for children and teens. One is called Choosing, which we told you about in another recent show. She's a mom and a grandma, a former teacher who taught K through eight classes for many years while also raising kids, designing several alternative houses and planting hundreds of trees. She is also a speaker and very involved in several statewide issues in the state of Texas. She graduated from Biola University, did graduate work in history at UCLA, and has a master's from Masters International University of Divinity. So welcome back to Mission America Radio, Ellie. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. I'm so glad to have you on today. So I wanted for you to share with our listeners um, your experience in testifying recently about a bill in Texas 
And let's just walk through it a little bit. Can you briefly give us an overview of the bill? I think it was House Bill 1399 in Texas that that you would uh, that you were testifying in favor of. Basically, this bill says that children below the age of 18 cannot take puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, or have mutilating sex change surgeries such as uh, mastectomies or penectomies, which is also being done. So these are very important things that we do not want children to make decisions on life-altering medications or surgeries before the age of 18. And we know that the brain, actually the limbic system, I think it is, the, the prefrontal, prefrontal frontal. cortex, <laughs> yeah. does not fully mature until age 25. So at least until 18, when they have already gone through natural puberty and would understand more what it is, what it feels like to be a female or a male, don't make these life-altering decisions. And it has some teeth. It says that if there is um, uh, something that is done and, and and a child grows up and comes back, they can sue the doctor and their malpractice insurance won't cover it. Oh, good. This law passes. Wonderful. That's where we get the doctors to say, "Uh uh-oh, it's going to hit me in the pocketbook. Right. So before we get to more of the content of your testimony, because I'd like to be able to have time to go through some of that, you know, tell people a little bit about the process of testifying for a bill, which um, because we are in Ohio expecting a similar bill to be introduced uh, here in Ohio soon. Can any citizen sign up to testify? And um, how does that work? As I understand it, anyone who's a resident of Ohio can, mm-hmm. or at least of Texas. Mm-hmm. But then um, you only get, we only got two minutes each to testify. So you want to write out your testimony because you can't say much in two minutes. I'm not a speed talker. Some of them are, <laughs> yeah. but I can't read a five-minute speech in two minutes. So... I wrote a letter, which I had with me, and also, since these um, legislators who are listening to the testimony were there all day, listening day after day, to people stand up and say their two minutes, and then hand them five or six pages, I included a a seven-page PowerPoint presentation with... Mm -hmm slides and images so that they could glance through and get the point really quickly, scan, but the color and the images catch your attention and get the message across. Yeah. And so those were ready to hand to the secretary who would pass them out while you're having your two minutes. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. The thing is that at least in Texas, who gets to testify depends on who signs up first that day. Now, in Texas, they opened the sign-up at 7 a.m. at the Capitol. You can't sign up online ahead of time. 
if you really want to testify, get down there at 7 a.m. Wow. So I did. Now, and you had, you had to wait all day then, didn't you? Did, did, they didn't bring this bill up till 10.30 in the evening. Wasn't that right? Well, actually, it was on the schedule as the second bill. So that probably would have been 9.30, 10 in the morning, maybe 11 at least. Mm-hmm. But the head of the committee knew that this was a very controversial bill, and there would be a lot of people wanting to testify. So in order to weed out the testifiers, they kept shoving it back. And Texas Values uh, representatives who were there all day, um, they were yeoman warriors, really. And they knew from experience, they told me, they will probably keep shoving it back to the very end. However, we... We didn't dare leave, because if we did, of course, they would call the bill up right then, you know, Mm -hmm. how that works. Right. So um, there was a break uh, when they were listening to other bills that we knew were going to go on for a while. We could walk out around the grounds or go get a cup of coffee for lunch, that sort of thing. I had brought my lunch, which is a good idea, because... The Capitol was swarming with people. Mm-hmm. So I had my own lunch, but I figured, well, if it goes that late, I will, uh, you know, buy dinner. Of course, the Capitol cafeteria closed at 2. So those of us who waited all day had no dinner. But, mm. um, and, and another thing, I don't know if this would apply to you, but with COVID regulations, there was social distancing in the overflow room, which was where people who were waiting for a bill to be to come up had to wait. Only those who were testifying or, or were concerned with a certain bill were allowed in the actual testimony room where the committee was. So for the rest of us, there was an overflow room, but there were so many pro-trans uh, people and transgender people who were there to testify that those of us testifying for the bill were waiting in a small lobby between these two rooms. Wow. With no well, it, and you ended up at 1030 at night, right? Is that what right. ended up? So yeah. by the well, afternoon, there were many of us, including the, the president of Texas Values. Wow. Uh, sitting on the floor for an hour and a half, two hours. Wow. Because there was nowhere else to sit, and we'd been standing for hours and hours mm. and hours. Well, in the interest of time, because we only have a few more minutes in this segment, can you give us a quick couple of points of what your testimony was about? Many of the pro-trans people talked about how they know how they feel. The young children they brought forward, 8, 10, 12-year-old boys dressed as girls, said, we knew we were girls from a very young age. We know we're girls. So I talked about whether or not they really know or if they have been influenced. And I talked about the influences in the culture, Um, Disney, the media, the newspaper, television, 
all of the books, a predominant number of them, many hundreds of books, are Jacob's New Dress, 10,000 Dresses, When Kyle Was Really Kathy, or something like that, mm-hmm. and so on. So these are, dre- these are books addressed to biological boys saying, aren't you really a girl? And I talked about these influences and said, have they been influenced? Dr. Jabor Javek, who is a pro-trans doctor, even says, for the parents, it's something like a fashion. They want to do what's best for their children, but it's almost like a fashion to support them in this illusion. And Dr. Um, Michelle Cretella, who, of course, is the executive director of the American College of Pediatricians, says young children believe what we tell them. They don't have the life experience to make an independent evaluation of these things. So these children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. And then I briefly mentioned, because the doctors would go into this more, actually we only had one doctor who was allowed to testify, who talked, who was on our side for this. Mm-hmm. Right. So I talked briefly about the dangers of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. And then the bell rang. Yes, of course. But, <laughs> but, then you, but you said one more thing. Let me just tell people, by the way, if you're just joining us, we are talking with Ellie Clip, and she's uh, a wonderful writer of books for kids, Christian books for kids, and some deal with this issue of the, the gender identity questions. And she recently testified on a bill in the Texas legislature. So let's just go on from there. So you had one more part that you said that was very emotional. Tell us about that. Yes, I said, oh, does the bell mean I have one more minute? And the moderator said, no, I'm sorry, that means your time's up. Oh, may I have one more sentence? All right, one more sentence. So I blurted out quickly, Kyra Bell, the young woman of 22 who just won a lawsuit against Tavistock Center in the UK, which is a big gender center, gender clinic, said, I was just a kid. Why didn't you stop me? And Mm -hmm. I'm afraid I was almost crying at that point because Mm. I was crying when I read her article. And I didn't plan that. I did not. I didn't even plan that that was the last thing I was going to say, but it came out, and I hope it had an influence. I hope so, too, because this is criminal that they are believing that children, and many of these children are emotionally disturbed. You know, they are kids who are being, the the family dynamics can play into it. You know, they're sensing that they're a boy, but mom and dad really wanted a girl, or the opposite. Um, you know, we aren't going to have time to go into more uh, before our break. I, I do want, Ellie, for you to tell us uh, when we come back from, from our break about some of the people who were on the other side and how the uh, legislators, you know, deal with these issues. Um, you know, are they even the Republicans? Are they are they anxious to bring these uh, social issues up or 
do we get the feeling they are kind of running from them? So uh, again, friends, if you're just joining us, we are talking with Ellie Clip, who's the author of a wonderful book for teens called Choosing, and it's all about the gender issue and other issues that teens confront. And then she's got, we're going to talk about her um, wonderful website where you can find out more about her books for children. Uh, one is that I don't have to choose and lots and lots more along the lines of some of the issues our kids are confronting. So this is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We will be right back following these messages and continue our, in our discussion about bills that deal with the so-called move to change gender. What should we be doing about that? Stay with us. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. Today we're talking about legislation that would ban the uh, treatment of children, minor children under the age of 18, uh, from receiving these gender mutilating treatments that they, uh, you know, believe will uh, alter their gender. And of course, that's a huge lie. People are born biologically male and female, and this is enormously damaging physically and emotionally to uh, two children and should they be able to consent well a bill uh, has there was recently te- uh, testimony in the state of texas on such a bill we expect one here in ohio to come up during this next year so our guest today is ellie clip who is the author of several books about many different christian subjects for children and teens and uh, she's a former teacher and uh, is very well educated and a very articulate person. She recently testified on such a bill in the state of Texas. And before I forget, Ellie, before we get into talking about the testimony uh, again, tell people where they can find out about your books. Ah, I have a website and it's pretty simple, ellieclip.com, except that clip is spelled K. L-I-double-P, as in pepper. So it's E-L-L-I-E-K-L-I-P-P dot com. Okay. I would go there, friends, if you are looking for material for your children or grandchildren to counteract the really, really um, objectionable material that is out there in many of our libraries and schools for kids. And they're excellent, excellent books. Okay, so let's go on and talk more about this testimony on the bill to ban these uh, gender medical treatments for children. Um, and you testified in favor of that bill. And as we are recording this, I don't know, the bill has not yet passed. It's passed, I think, this ha- the Senate. Is that correct? Actually, we're praying for it to come up before the House. It needs to go on the calendar. It's out of the committee, out of the Public Health Committee, but it needs to be considered before the whole House and then be put on the calendar for the, you know, to go to the Senate and so on and so forth. There are so many steps. Right. And the time is short because there are cutoffs for each step. Right. So we're praying and calling. We will keep praying for that. So tell us about the people that, that testified. First of all, they seem to limit the people on the uh, your our side of the issue, correct? Yes. There was one doctor on our side of the issue, a psychiatrist, and the um, those on the committee who were for this bill asked him questions after his two minutes. 
so that he was allowed to stay there and answer questions for 15, maybe even 20 minutes. However, on the other side, there was a pediatrician who seemed, from my point of view, not well informed at all because his information was very false on many of the points. And um, he was kept up for half an hour by three of the pro-trans legislators. And then later, there was a young doctor, an endocrinologist, who um, actually works in a gender clinic, we believe, but she refused to say where she worked. And um, she was kept up for 45 minutes, which meant that none of the people on our side who were waiting and would probably have been next were allowed to speak. And they also are very good about bringing forward kids and young people. Uh, Did you find that to be the case with this testimony as well? The first person that they had up for testimony was a young, I'm not sure whether it was a young man or woman. I believe probably in the 20s, and my instinct was this person was a female, small small-boned, but with a little bit of a beard and shoulder-length hair and wearing mannish clothes, presenting as a man, but it didn't resonate. Mm. And he was the leader of some pro-trans organization in the area. But then they brought up an 8-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old, and I, I think there was one more. These were boys. And the 12-year-old was not small, dressed in dresses with Mm -hmm. long, curly hair. And um, they all said, oh, we knew we were girls when we were very young. Mm -hmm. And they they gave um, sort of breathless, uh, scared testimony that they read from little scraps of paper, like Mm -hmm. school papers. So... um, it was meant to be very heartrending. It was. It was dastardly heartrending. Mm-hmm. Very I'm heartbreaking. Sorry that. for them. Right. You know, here's here's my thought about this, and see if you agree with this. The uh, left is very big on putting kids in the spotlight. Uh, you know, note uh, Greta Thun- Thunberg, whatever her name is, Thunberg. Thunberg. Uh, you know, it because it puts adults on the spot you really can't argue with them or you look like you're bullying or argue with their you know heartfelt test uh testimony that they feel a certain way do you feel that we're being manipulated by this that's what i think ellie do you believe that's the case oh absolutely i i think these children had been manipulated from an early age and didn't realize it and even the acclamation and affirmation and Applauding is a, is a way of manipulating these children. Yeah, it is. And it, it, it's a way of putting, uh, propping them up there and uh, letting people say, see, if you vote this down, you're going to be harming these children, which is not the, not the case. Not everything kids want is the right thing, right, Ellie? Exactly. We don't say, well, if you want to, you can play on the freeway. We don't right. let them buy cigarettes or beer. 
but mm-hmm. we let them mutilate their bodies? And if they do that, they will become lifelong patients. We have only a minute left, Ellie. Give us your website one more time. Ellieclip.com, E-L-L-I-E-K-L-I-P-P, so P-P.com. And I thank you so much. Thank you for your courage. I pray for more and more people to come forward to testify on these bills. And I ask you to pray for Ellie. Go to her website. You will love these books. They're all excellently uh, well-written. And friends, have courage. Step out. Be that person, that citizen that signs up to testify on these very, very troubling bills. God will be with you when you do that. I've been uh, uh, testified on numerous bills. I've been very scared. And, you know, God has always been right there with me, with all the other people testifying. And do not give up on these issues. Just remember, just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day.